Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Port Deer Hats Nation in style by gearing yourself up with some DPN merchandise. Over at teesprings.com slash stores slash DPN. We have left the link in the description of this YouTube video and on the podcast. Because I think the purpose of faith is to get human beings to live on a higher plane than the animals in the jungle and that there's something bigger going on that's bigger than all of us. And we're back. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Ray. I'm with my boy, Connor, and welcome to the Dear Pats Nation podcast. We're very excited for all of you to be joining us here today. Thank you to everybody who has downloaded the podcast on Anchor, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Thanks to everybody who's listening on YouTube, and thanks to everybody who's watching our videos over on Newsbreak. We want to thank all of the Dear Pats Nation Loyalty Club members who are watching this video recording of the podcast plus the bonus content you'll get today and you'll get these bonuses if you sign up for the dear pats nation Loyalty club on patreon for only five dollars a month head on over to patreon.com slash dpn sports and join the loyalty club today uh, i believe we've got a great show for you we're going to start by answering all of the Patreon questions. Then uh, we've got a couple of Patriot stories for you. Uh, Connor and I are going to look at the 2021 New England Patriots, discussing the offseason moves, and talk about the reality that if the Patriots can get some decent quarterback play this season, the Patriots will be a very dangerous team. We're also going to look at the Patriots' tight ends, not Johnny Smith, not Hunter Henry, but we're going to be looking at Devin Asiasi and Dalton Keene and try to determine – is it too early to call Asiasi and Keen draft bust? After that, we're going to say goodbye to the podcast listeners, and we're going to stay on for the Dear Pats Nation Loyalty Club members. Of course, we're going to have our shenanigans, and we'll finish off with my favorite segment, our very own Connor Carney taking on social media and the Boomer versus social media. Remember, you'll get or you'll only get the shenanigans and the Boomer versus social media by becoming members of the Dear Pats Nation Loyalty Club on Patreon. We've left the link in the description. Connor, how are you, and are you ready to get this thing going? Good and yes. <laughs> Way to contribute, buddy. Yep, those are, those are my answers, good and yes. Support I am prepared. For, <laughs> support for Dear Pats Nation. Oh, no, sorry, Connor and I are thrilled to be a part of the News Break team. I'm going to be honest with you guys. I copied and pasted the Manscaped ad to my news break ad for some reason. So Connor and I are thrilled to be a part of the news break team. So thrilled that I don't know the script off by heart. And when you download the free news break app from the link that we left in the description, it directly supports dear Pat's nation. You can stay up to date with all of our content and all of your local news bar at the same time for free by downloading the Newsbreak app from the link that we provided you in the description. 
All right, Connor, we're going to start this off by looking at last night's podcast and looking at all the Patreon comments, 14 comments to get through today. The Love Vibration Nation over under is seven. What do you think it is, buddy? Oh, I got to go over with that many comments. Yeah, way, way over. Way over. So it starts with Love Vibration Nation. It says, I didn't see Saturday's video. Obviously, he is referring to our uh, Stop Making Excuses for Cam Newton video, which garnered a lot of negative uh, feedback for us over the weekend. It, uh, that, it wasn't on here. It was only on YouTube. It was That was only on YouTube and Newsbreak, yes. Oh, no shit, huh? Yeah, yeah it didn't go over well, to say the least. <laughs> go check it out. Let's yeah, know what you check think. it out, see what you think. Love Vibration Nation says, glad this video popped up. I just worked an all-nighter and was in a shit mood. You guys cheer me up after I grind a long day and night out. Well, we appreciate you, man. We appreciate that we can entertain you because that's what we are. We are comedians who talk about sports, and we are here to entertain, not give rational takes. That's what that's what we're here for, and I'm, I'm happy to hear that. That's what keeps us going. Shout so- out Love Vibration Nation. So, Connor, you we decided last night that you're going to marry a Portuguese woman. Or, or just any woman in general who's open to potentially getting married, yeah. As long as they can, like, do the functions you can't, which is everything about taking care of yourself. Yeah, exactly. I, I literally need someone who's just a functioning adult, basically. Love Vibration Nation says Portuguese girls are hot to death. Yes, get nice. one of those. And yes, guys, you can take my comments. Just give me props at the end. Oh, <laughs> all right. we want to steal his all his copy, right? Yes. Yeah, yes, yes. All yes, right, yes, that's yes. good. I had a feeling Love Vibration Nation would let us. I know it'd be cool. You're a good guy, right. Love Vibration Nation. Connor, there is a ton of Portuguese girls in Fall River. Yes, uh, I, there are. Because I moved in with one there. Uh, drive outside in the summertime, and you're bound to get involved with something. Yep. Fall, Fall River, New Bedford, the whole the whole area down there, absolutely. And you're half, you're, you're half Portuguese, right? I am. The good so half. You could just go <laughs> You could just go down there and, and say, hey, I'm half Portuguese. Yeah. Hopefully that would help me out, right? Do you think that would be an instant relationship for you or what? I, I mean, it's worth a shot, right? Like I said last night, beggars can't be choosers. Love Vibration H said, Ray, trust me, even though money can be good in the car business, it's a pleasant, it's as pleasant as being out in the medieval torture devices like the one at the end of Braveheart. Yes, I haven't seen Braveheart, but I will agree with that statement. It is there, it, not why does it not thing. shock me that you haven't seen Braveheart? Because I haven't seen anything. But you've seen every shitty Disney movie on the planet. Those were what do you mean shitty? Those were <laughs> All-time classics. No, we're not even. No, no, no. We're not even. We're not even talking classic Disney movies. We're talking the made-for-TV Disney movies. Oh, what Johnny Tsunami is not one of the greatest movies of all time. (laughs) You're gonna you're gonna put Johnny Tsunami up against Braveheart. Easily. What else? What What are some other all-time classics that people have to watch that would be better than Braveheart and Uh, Lord of the Rings? uh, Brink. You guys ever seen Brink? What is the what is the concept of Brink, Connor? He becomes a professional uh, rollerblader. You guys aren't into rollerblades, TMX team. Was it a dog that became a rollerblader, like an Air Bud? No, that was an Air Bud. That's way different. This was actually a kid. This was a person. who was a kid. Oh, you've never seen Brink? No, no, you've never oh, seen Braveheart. Oh boy. oh boy, here we go. You're 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 after me. I haven't seen Brink. Like I haven't seen a good movie, and you haven't seen Braveheart. Yeah, whatever Braveheart's about. Some guy you, probably puts paint on his face and stabs someone with a spear. 
You haven't seen Scarface? Not all of it, no. Definitely not. Have you seen all of Godfather? Nope, definitely not. Have you seen Gangs of New York? Nope. Not all but, of it. But Brink and Johnny Tsunami. Top of the list. This is almost as disgusting as our, our, our water boiling conversation from last night. I just, I'm still don't know what you mean when it comes to boiling water, but I, I have no plans on doing it anytime soon. Love Vibration Nation says hot take. The biggest problem with today's Patriots fans and media now is that they are too busy living in the past. We need to talk about the here and now. The other stuff doesn't help our team this year. It's also exhausting, to be honest. I want the dynasty rebooted, and I think Belichick being the best coach in the business will be able to start the dynasty over as early as this year after only one down year. What will the doubters say? I can hear Nas rapping now. You can hate me now. <laughs> I like that. It's a good. You even, do you know the song? Point. Yes, I do. I do. Okay. I know. I know many Nas songs. Um, no, he he's right, man. Hopefully, this is the year. I mean, after one down year, which obviously they only went seven and nine, which is bad, but it's not horrendous. They weren't a last place team. I mean, they picked fifteenth this year, but I mean, they they might right right be back in the swing of things as early as this year. Do you feel like Patriot fans live too much in the past? This past year, yes. 100%. This past year, all we heard about was the past. Tom Brady. Tom Brady. Tom Brady. Gronk. Tom Brady. A.B. Tom Brady. Brady, Tom Brady again. Robert Kraft should sell the team. Tom Brady. Tom Brady. (laughs) (laughs) And then did anyone mention Tom Brady? I did hear a couple of people mention Tom Brady this year, believe it or not. Yeah. Love Vibration Nation says, Ben Valen is hyperbolic dope. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? It's a bad thing. Oh, okay. Then, yeah, I completely agree. I'm not big. I'm not big on uh, anybody from the globe. I don't get this one. Love Vibration Nation says, during sex and family dinner. Oh, yeah. The question last night. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. yes, 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 yes. He didn't answer. Oh, he didn't answer? No. That's all he said? Yeah. <laughs> you got to put an answer, Love Vibration Nation. You got to say what you what the catchphrase is. Love Vibration Nation says, Manscaped.com called. They said all these Brady worshippers get off his nuts. <laughs> Your balls will thank you. Should I somehow work that into the to the pitch, to the ad pitch? You might as well, right? Love Vibration Asia says, Ray, Josh Ute or Stephen Gilmore? You like that Ooh, trade? That's tough. That's Josh tough. Ute for Stephen Gilmore. Josh Ute for Stephen Gilmore. I mean, what if they could sign both of them? Well, I think we, uh, yeah. I mean, if we could have Ute and Stephen Gil- Josh Ute and Stephen Gilmore, I mean, you throw so, Chase Utley into the mix and, and I was going to say, go. throw, throw Cam, Cam Jones out there at quarterback. This is a Super Bowl team all of a sudden. I hate all of you. <laughs> I hate the audience. I hate Connor. I hate Love Vibration Nation. I just I hate you all. Fair all enough. I just take all I take is abuse on this show. <laughs> just because I admitted that I know that Connor's more popular than me doesn't mean you gotta just actually Steven Gilmore wasn't even mine. That was somebody else's. Was it? Yeah, that's what I said. The guy spelt it Stephen Gilmore. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. 
Love Vibration Nation says Justin Ramos, who writes a lot of half ass crap, wrote that Golden Tate wants a shot to join the Pats, even though the post has zero sources. Would you agree that Tate would be an upgrade over Harry? I do. Hold it right there. We will answer that question oh. after because that's okay. actually a part of shenanigans tonight. Nice. So, uh, Love Vibration Nation will hear the answer. For those of you who are not members of the Deer Pass Nation Loyalty Club, you won't. So go check it out. Uh, our boy Thomas says, Ray, like you said, any attention is good attention. I find yep. it so hard. I, I find it so harsh what you said, uh, but I guess it triggered. I didn't find so harsh what you said, uh, but I guess it triggered people. Stay true to yourself. If somebody doesn't like it, so what? Being authentic is so important, and that's what you guys are. Thank you, Thomas, and I agree. Yeah, buddy. And I think that Connor and I have talked about this to death, probably more than we wanted to, that we want to stay authentic to who we are on this show. We don't want to become people we're not. People who watch all the time, a la Thomas, someone like him, that they get it. He knows. He he gets it just based on that comment. Yeah, if you listen to the he podcast daily, yeah. um, I know it's it's going back up on YouTube now, but uh, if you download the podcast daily or you are a part of the Deer Pass Nation Loyalty Club where you get bonus content and you watch every single day, it's, exactly. nothing, it's nothing but consistent. Right. Nothing but consistent. Yep. He knows. Mike and... Okay, I got I to gotta allude to the people who don't know what we're talking about because this was on Patreon only last night. So last night, Connor and I got into a conversation about cooking, and I suggested that the first thing he learned how to cook is pasta. Pasta is easy to cook. I told him I could, I'd send him a link on how to cook pasta. Pasta is like way above my well, that's, pay grade. That's but. what Connor said. And I said, all you have to do is boil water and put the pasta in and time it and take it out. And Connor, what did you ask me? Uh, how to boil water. How will I know when the water's boiling? That yeah. was the question he asked me, and I think I had 10 minutes of me just staring at him, uh, and that's when I started you know, getting upset that he makes more money than I do. Mike N. says, we've been over this cooking thing too many times. <laughs> to Fair. quote our first Patreon with Connor, quote, dude, you hurt my brain. I literally sighed right as Ray did. Glad the Italians <laughs> are on the same page. <laughs> Oh man. I'm sorry for making you lose brain cells. That is my official statement. I don't even know if it was brain cells. It was just like I think it was just utter and mad frustration that that just overtook me last night when when you told me how will I know when the water is boiling. I mean, I still not sure how, but All right, Connor, we need to uh, cut to an ad and then we need to put our serious faces on. I'm ready. Support for Deer Pats Nation is brought to you by Manscaped.com. Visit Manscaped.com and save 20% plus free shipping when you use the code RayRoute. Get your hands on the very best male grooming products and save 20% plus free shipping using that code RayRoute. Connor, how do you spell that? R-A-Y-R-A-U-T-H. When you visit Manscaped.com, your balls will thank you. Look, if I've said it once, I've probably said it a thousand times. There is no fan base that demands more out of their teams than the Boston fan base. I'm not saying it's a bad thing, so chill out, people. But I guess when you're used to being the city of champions, your franchises build a certain expectation that almost becomes impossible for the teams to meet. One thing I have noticed about Boston sports fans, though, is that they're willing, more willing to cut the Boston Red Sox and the Bruins some slack when they lose. But the Patriots and the Celtics are always under that proverbial microscope. Uh, New England, of course, is coming off a terrible 7-9 season. 
and had a lot of fans upset last year. I would say Connor is a fair assessment to make. Yeah. Uh, and after Belichick went out and spent more than $160 million in guaranteed sal- salaries, all you have to do is visit Patriots Twitter for five minutes and you'll have a pl- pretty clear understanding of how high the expectations are for the Patriots this season. Connor, as somebody who lives in the city of Boston and surrounding area, as a supporter of all the Boston teams, as somebody who covers the New England Patriots, from everything you've heard here, from everything you've heard on both social media and in your everyday life, what are the expectations for the Patriots this season? And in your opinion, are they realistic expectations? (laughs) It's tough because I think this is the most volatile expectations I've ever seen and heard for the New England Patriots since I've been following the team since 1999 when I was nine years old. But I I think that there's people out there who think that the Patriots are going to win the Super Bowl. I think there's people out there, and we've seen it, people who have made bets with me on social media saying that they're going to win five games. And then there are a lot of people in between who think that the Patriots can be a very good team or they could be very similar to the where, the, where they were last year, 7-9, and nine, obviously, an extra game this year, 7-10. and 10. Personally, I think that the Patriots are going to take a step forward. I think that they have a very legitimate opportunity to compete for the AFC East. I still think it's going to be tough because the Bills are going to be a very good team. But I, I fully expect the Patriots to be a playoff team this year. But based on what I've heard, what I see just in my daily interactions, living very close to the city of Boston and working very close to it, uh, it's a, extremely volatile. I've heard everything from they're going to win the Super Bowl to they're going to stink for the next 10 years now that Brady's gone. And, you know, having high expectations is reasonable, uh, at least in my opinion. Uh, but when you actually take a breath and you think about the names that Belichick added, both on the offense and the defense, this team should, at the very least, be competing for the AFC East. Yeah, I'm, I'm not saying they're going to win it. Right. The Bills and the Dolphins are still really good teams, but the Patriots aren't going to get run over this year. No. I've even seen people th- say that they think that the defense this season will be even better than the 2019 defense. So with all that being said, people may be wondering why I'm not doing my usual, the Patriots are going to win the AFC East guarantee. Uh, and I think everybody knows why. As good as this team is going to be, as confident as I am that the New England Patriots are going to look way better than they did last year. I'm sorry, guys. There's still a huge asterisk to this roster. It's the quarterback position. Yep. I do not trust Cam Newton. I just don't. And before I get to Connor, I also think I need to clear some stuff up. Uh, And this is alluding back to the video we put on YouTube on Saturday. There are people in the universe who believe I am actively rooting against Cam. And that couldn't be any further from the truth. Just because I don't trust him. Just because I don't think that he is the guy to bring the Patriots to the next level. That doesn't mean I want him to fail. Forget what I do covering for the team for a second. As a fan of the New England Patriots, there would be nothing better than Cam Newton shutting me up. There'd be nothing better than Cam proving me wrong. If I have to come on air and say, I was wrong. Cam Newton is still the guy. 
That would be the absolute best case scenario. So for the people upset with me because I don't trust Cam and I refuse to accept the excuses that were made for him, that's fine. Be upset about that. But for the people who are upset because you say I'm actively rooting against Cam Newton, you couldn't be further from the truth. And you know you couldn't be further from the truth. You just can't accept that maybe some of my doubts about Cam are valid. Connor, am I out of line having my doubts about Newton? Has he done enough that I should be trusting him? Or does he still have a lot to prove to me and the rest of this fan base? No, no, definitely not at all. Not, not in the least. I mean, obviously all we can go off of is based on what he did last season. And obviously last season, if he's to replicate, replicate that and it's to be the same exact thing, obviously it's not going to be a great season. I think the Patriots will improve because they're better on defense and they're going to be better on offense, but there's still that glaring question of what if he is the exact same last season this season and and then then what do we do from there that's not saying that you're not you know have some optimism that he can be better and that the team can improve but to me that's the same question mark what happens if it's the same cam newton from 2020 and 2021 then what are the patriots going to do all right we've talked about the expectations we've talked about the doubts around cam newton Can I sit here today and confidently say that I believe Mac Jones is the answer in 2021? I'd like to, but we don't really know what a rookie quarterback is going to do, how he's going to react and perform under the stress of playing in the NFL. Uh, I've been the kind of guy that has said, I would like to see Mac Jones sit for a season, learn how to play professional football. But the more and more that we talk about this team, The more and more that we look at this roster, the more we examine the potential that they have to be good right away, I'm now somebody who believes if Mac Jones looks good, if he's at par, or if he outperforms Cam Newton at training camp, there's no reason to wait. You've got to throw him in the mix right away. And when you break it all down, should we be concerned about the receivers and tight ends? Probably not. Are the running backs in question? Absolutely not. The offensive line on paper looks like it's going to be phenomenal. The defense is elite uh, at almost every position. So the only position that has a real question around it is the quarterback. I mean, I think it's fair to expect that the other proven players added to this team and the existing proven players will perform. Connor, this may be too big of a question to answer, especially right now, but after everything we've talked about, I think we need to answer this question. More particular, you need to. In the most hypothetical of scenarios, if the Patriots don't perform to the expectations that we all expect this season, Do you foresee it being for any other position other than quarterback? No, highly unlikely. I I just can't see that being the case just because we can go over everything. The defense looks like it should be elite. 
I think that the special team should also be phenomenal. All joking aside, I think Nick Folk will be fine. I think Jake Bailey will be excellent again. Let's go over to offense. Like we said, the offensive line looks like it's going to be fantastic. They're extremely deep at running back. They have three very legitimate receivers. They have two of the best tight ends in the league. So if they are to struggle, I think one of the question marks there is quarterback. And that doesn't matter whether it's Cam Newton or whether it's Mac Jones. It's a question mark between the two of them. Is Cam going to take a step forward from last season and, and elevate his game and be better? Is Mac Jones NFL ready? Can he come in and start performing immediately? The only and biggest question mark on this team right now to me is the quarterback position. I'm not worried about wide receiver, tight end, offensive line, running backs. I'm not worried about anything on the defense. I think they're great in the secondary. There's extremely, uh, they have extreme depth at, at linebacker. The defensive line's great all of a sudden. The biggest question mark, again, regardless of who it is, is the quarterback. I know that there are a lot of Patriot fans who have faith or at least they want to have faith in Cam Newton. Uh, We're not sitting here today telling you not to have faith in Newton. Again, as I already said, I hope I'm wrong. I'm sure Connor hopes that he's wrong. I hope he gets the big, makes all the money in his contract. But if you're one of those people that are upset with our analysis, I highly encourage you to go watch last season and tell us why you believe Cam Newton is suddenly going to drastically approve. I get the excuses. I get now he has more experience with the team, but again, we can't ignore skipping balls across the field and bouncing the, at the player's ankles. But look, I've said everything I want to say on this subject for now. Uh, Connor, I'll give you last word on this. So anything you want to say before we move on? Uh, I'm being cautiously optimistic. That's all I'm going to say right now is I'm, I'm hopeful that things will get better. You know, obviously uh, I'm not going to come out and declare that that's, that's going to happen. I, Cautiously optimistic is my hope as far as Cam Newton goes for this season. I'm not sure if Patriot fans' expectations were too high for the 2020 season. Uh, There were a lot of people who were still stuck in the Tom Brady era and thought that New England would just pick up where they left off, my partner included. Um, Pretty much. Obviously, that wasn't the case. But two players who were massively disappointing were tight ends Devin Asiasi and Dalton Keene. Belichick selected him in the third round. He even traded up with the Jets uh, to select Keene. And neither of them really stepped up to the plate. Uh, Here's what their total stats were for the 2021 season. Devin Asiasi caught two passes for 39 yards and one touchdown. Dalton Keene caught three passes for 16 yards and zero touchdowns. Mm. Again, like I said at the top, maybe the expectations were too high. Uh, There were some people out there who were making the Gronkowski-Hernandez comparison. And when when you were compared to what probably would have gone down as the greatest tight end duo when both were on the field, you're kind of already set up for failure. Connor, I completely understand that they didn't produce anything last season. But was the preseason hype and expectations for Asiasi and Dalton Keene too high? 
Definitely. Yeah. I mean, obviously, no matter what the expectations were last season, they did not even hit the lowest threshold. I mean, they combined for it's like less than 100 yards. I mean, that's just insane. But I think that people also had huge expectations for them to come out and perform immediately. I mean, they were both rookies. They were both learning a new system. Very difficult. Obviously, again, we're getting into excuses, but what a what a season to come into last season. There was no preseason there was no there was there was nothing so they just kind of had to throw both of them out there but at the same time when they were on the field I don't remember seeing them do anything so it it was definitely a little bit of both but I'll give them a chance they they were both only rookies last season even though the expectations may have been too high, their perform- performances were absolutely pathetic. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and it's almost understandable that some fans may be highly skeptical that either guy is going to produce anything this season. But there's a couple of things going for them. Number one, the additions of Hunter Henry and John U. Smith will have a huge impact on them. Uh, away from learning from two elite tight ends, if Belichick starts playing those three tight end sets, Asiasi and Keen, maybe in some very favorable positions on the field. Um, You're also hoping that the quarterback play will be better. I know Cam Newton didn't do them any favors last season. Connor, do you expect either of these guys to have a bit of a bounce back year this year? I mean, I, I wouldn't be surprised if only one of them makes the roster, to be honest with you. We'll we'll have to wait and see what happens in the preseason, but they're they're not going to be any worse. It just can't be if, if they're on the team and they're out there, I I would, I would be surprised if they didn't at least increase their production by three, four times as much, even as a third string tight end behind Hunter Henry and John U. Smith. Um, I mean, maybe that's also a better fit for them. They're, They're more inclined to be a number three tight end than they are a number one tight end. But I, I don't see them digressing at all. If they're out there and they're on the field, they are going to have to have an improved season. It's just almost impossible not to. All right. So let me just open up this door, Connor. Uh, I know it's going to upset people. But ignoring it is just irresponsible and probably a little bit delusional. Okay. Let me preface this by saying Asiasi and Keen have nobody to blame but themselves for their play. Like the finger needs to be pointed directly at them. Yep. However, and I think Connor knows exactly where this is going. Cam Newton, Cam Newton was bad. Yeah. Uh, like he was really, really bad. How much of an impact did Cam's poor performance have on the tight ends? Honestly, I I don't think it was an overwhelming impact. They haven't gotten production out of the tight end position in two seasons now. I mean, last year it was abysmal, but go back to 2019 when they had Matt Lacoste and I don't even know Ryan Izzo or whoever else was out there. There hasn't been any production out of this position for two years in a row. Obviously, he didn't do them any favors because he wasn't completing an overwhelming amount of passes. He only threw eight touchdowns. You know, we, we can go on forever about that, but... I think at the end of the day, neither of these guys look good. They they look like the Matt Lacoste and Ryan Izzo of the 2019 team. Neither one of them contributed anything. But, I, I mean, obviously, the, the quarterback play did nothing to help them either. That's fair. I just felt like we had to address it because there will be people in the fan base, believe it or not, who will say it was Cam Newton's fault. So yep. you got your answer. And I don't disagree with Connor. So stop yelling at me. <laughs> uh, so like, like I mentioned, the Patriots signed Henry and Smith. Um, and as much as, you know, having those two guys around is going to be good, uh, they're also going to take opportunity 
away from Asiasi and King. King. Oh, yeah. Uh, the Patriots also have a lot of players in limited roster spots because of Henry and Smith. Um, one of Asiasi and Keen may not make the team this year. Is there a possibility, Connor, in your mind that one of them are going to be cut? And did they both just blow their opportunities that they were given last season? Mm, for the most part, yeah. I mean, obviously last season they had nobody at tight end. They went out there and started Ryan Izzo most weeks, which was never going to be a legitimate tight end in the NFL, in my opinion. So it would have been a good time for one of these two to step up and really take the reins and, and make a splash last year. And now that they have John U. Smith and Hunter Henry in a team that has an extraordinarily deep roster, they're going to have to make some tough decisions at the end of August. So I would not be surprised if one of these two ends up cut. I don't think both of them get cut, but I wouldn't be surprised to see one of them not make the roster. And right now, I couldn't even begin to pick which one it might be. It's really going to depend on what they do, you know, in the six weeks between the end of July and early September. All right. One season of the league. Third round draft picks, not first round draft picks. Let me use the Cam Newton excuse. They had no real offseason. They were learning the Patriots playbook. They yeah. had another disadvantage. They were learning how to play in the NFL. Is it too early to call them draft busts? Is it fair to mm -hmm. call two third-rounders draft busts? Should we give them the benefit of the doubt, or should we just move on? At some for for one at some point you can't be a draft bust. I think the third round's pretty iffy. The first round, the second round, absolutely. If you don't pan out, you're a draft bust. You shouldn't invest that high a capital in the draft and and not get anything in return. The third, fourth, fifth round, once you get into that, and I mean you're just kind of, you know, taking a shot at somebody and hoping that they work out. But at the same time, I'm, I don't think based on one season, last season being an extremely difficult one, that we could come out and say that these guys will never amount to anything in the NFL. But we'll see. They The limited opportunities that we saw, they they did obviously absolutely nothing. So it, it's, it's going to be very telling this season. It's not like Nikhil Harry, who was drafted 32nd overall and didn't do anything in two seasons. But... They're, they're third-round picks one year, and I, I'm not ready to call them draft busts just yet. All right. We just went over the stats. They were pitiful. Uh, it's hard to believe that they're going to significantly improve. Yeah. But I've been very negative on this, this subject, so I'm going to give you final word. What are your final thoughts on Devin Asiasi and Dalton Keene? I think it's a very, very bad sign that Bill Belichick went out there, invested that much money in John U. Smith and Hunter Henry, and he signed them to long-term deals. I mean, if he had that much confidence in Devin Asiasi and Dalton Keene, why go out there and invest that type of money? It just doesn't make sense. So I think that he did not like what he saw last season, unfortunately. So I, I just think that that was just a very telling sign. He didn't need to say anything. We saw it with his actions and with Robert Kraft's wallet. We want to thank all of the Dear Pats Nation Loyalty Club members on Patreon. For only $5 a month, you'll get an exclusive Patreon webcast from Sunday through Thursday. Access to the live recording of the Dear Pats Nation podcast, an exclusive live stream every second Friday where you can join Connor and I on the screen. We don't have any tiers. It's only $5 a month. So come check out the Dear Pats Nation Loyalty Club at patreon.com slash dpnsports. We've left the link in the description. Yeah, All right, buddy. it's 
also that time that we got to get into all the bonus and exclusive content for the members of the Deer Patch Nation Loyalty Club here on Patreon. So for everybody listening to the podcast, we appreciate all of you. Don't forget, you can find the Deer Patch Nation podcast from Sunday through Thursday, wherever you get your podcasts or up on YouTube. Until next time, Connor, for the people listening on to the podcast, tell me about those Patriots. Legit, kid. Support for Deer Pats Nation is brought to you by the Rocky Mountain Barber Company. Check out the Rocky Mountain Barber Company by visiting RockyMountainBarber.com and save 5% using the code RAYROUTE when you purchase your small batch male hygiene products made with natural ingredients. Visit RockyMountainBarber.com and save 5% using the code RAYROUTE. I'm Connie Teeson, the host of Broadcast Dialogue, the podcast. We focus on Canada and the challenges facing Canadian radio and TV, as well as highlighting those moving the industry forward from podcasting and streaming to new broadcast tech. Check us out at broadcastdialogue.com or your favorite podcast app. Do, did, Will, the Story of People podcast is now available on the Cryer Media Network. The first five episodes are here and feature some incredible guests that fit into one or all three of those categories. Ready? Tara Sloan from the San Jose Sharks, Undercurrent Podcast at NBC Sports. Marianne Iveson from Iveson Voice and the Let's Take This Outside podcast to talk about the world of outdoors as well as voiceover land. Ariana Hunsicker, future Canadian Paralympic swimmer, already winning tons of awards for this country. Scott McGregor from the Hot Wallet podcast to dumb down the world of crypto, Bitcoin, and NFTs so you don't have to. And Jackie Holowaty from Climate Pledge Arena in Seattle, Washington, the first net zero carbon certified arena on the planet. Wherever you get your pods, wherever you watch your pods, and on the Cryer Media Network.